You are listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and I'm here to learn alongside you through meaningful conversations with health and wellness practitioners. This is your time to experience some mindset shifts, learn practical tips, and get excited about what is possible. We want you to own the power of choice in your personal well-being journey. Let's discover what's possible right here in our Twin Cities community. Hello and welcome to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Shockley, and today I'll be speaking with Dr. Chad Cobes. Dr. Chad shares his story of how his own family's challenges with the conventional healthcare system drove him to dig deeper and learn about holistic approaches to health that address root causes. He discovered neurostructural chiropractic care and has been passionate about sharing his work. Dr. Chad explains what makes neurostructural chiropractic different than other types of chiropractic care and shares a message of hope that stems from his own experiences. Dr. Chad has had many experiences throughout his life that have led him down the road to becoming a neurostructural chiropractor. Because his focus is so different from the conventional chiropractor, it's given him the opportunity to see many parts of the world to teach, learn, and expand this type of practice. It is Dr. Chad's mission to provide every family the best opportunity for health through neurostructural correction, as his specialty dives deeper than the conventional chiropractic approach to determine the root cause of many of your family's secondary conditions, or what most people refer to as symptoms. He believes in providing a different approach to each patient because each patient's health conditions are different. Here we are with Dr. Chad Coves. Hi, Dr. Chad. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks so much. Yeah, so glad that we can connect and really talk about your specific style of chiropractic. Your practice addresses things in ways that maybe other chiropractic practices just do differently. So I'm really interested and excited to learn more and hopefully share with audience members what might be available, right? Things, special keywords and things to look for. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Before we dive into what you do and your specialty, I would love to hear from you a rose and thorn. So something that's really beautiful and going well in life. And then something that might be a bit of a pain isn't going so well. Right. Yeah. And so it's a good question. I would say for something that's been going really well is I feel in the last few years, we've had a huge trajectory change in the public's view of health. I think now more than ever is some of the best times that we, that I can think of that resource wise, we have so many options to become healthier. There's so much more of an initiative to become healthy versus wait until we're sick. So it's great to see that because I think people are now beginning to realize and they're willing to invest in their health now more than ever before. Because I feel like people are reaching for new approaches. I feel like they're starting to realize it's almost their own responsibility. They're starting to realize in order to change their health, they need to be more active in improving their health. And I think the more and more studies that are coming out are showing that health is a lot of our environments that we are in, our situations that we're in. And it's starting to realize that it's less and less about genetics and it's more and more about 
our environment, what we surround ourselves, how we treat ourselves, what we do. And it's very much within our control for the most part. And it, that's really exciting to see that, that changing of the guard. So you say. Yes, that is so true. And it's so nice to be able to connect with wellness providers like you who can see that landscape changing and can speak from experience and see the shift happening in your practice as well. And as you said, there are so many beautiful things that are going on just if you zoom out in terms of what options are available, but how people are interacting with those options and seeking those options. So yes, love and agree with that wholeheartedly. What would you say is a thorn or something that maybe is on the flip side of that or just any thorn happening in life right now? So I would say on the flip side of that, I think there's also just so much confusion out there of what it means to be healthy because I get questions every day from patients about, I saw this on Facebook. I saw this on Instagram. (laughs) My cousins twice removed shared me this, and this is what I need to do. I think this is what I, and it's, there's so many experts out there nowadays, but like the reality is, is sometimes we need to peel back the layers of where is this information coming from? What are the credentials? What is the authority of where this information is coming from? Because I think there's so many people out there nowadays that are claiming to be health experts and have all these secrets of what it's going to be to unlock that new thing, right? We have all these new trends, these new ideas. A couple of years ago, it was CrossFit's going to change the world. Then it was like, then it's going to be ice plunging now is the new big thing. And before that, it was intermittent fasting. So it's like a constant change of this is the secret that's going to be the next big thing. And it's, we have all these people sharing it on social media and everyone jumps on these trends But we have to look into the the research on some of these things and we need to understand how our bodies work and the physiology of it. And we need to understand how does this affect it and does it make sense? Because there's a big difference between tricking our body into health and actually creating health. There's between stimulating health and creating health. And so that's the lens I want people to look at is does it make sense physiologically and what is it doing to actually create health in my body? Or is it stimulating health? So I, I would say a big thorn is like having to fight the so-called social experts of what it means to be healthy. And so it, it seems to be a constant struggle going back and forth with people's opinions and thoughts. I love that concept of that distinction of stimulating health versus actually creating health, because one is literally stimulus response. One is it's a quick fix. And then there's creating health, which takes the effort, the time, the commitment. And I I totally see that trend. It's like, instead of WebMD being like Dr. Google out there, it's like now there's TikTok and Instagram and all these new ways that people can have a platform to advocate for what they are selling as the, the quick fix. Before all of the social media and this big pull to be a big social expert out there, you were drawn to chiropractic. And so I'm curious, what drew you in to this field? What was that big thing that made you say, yes, this is for me? So there's a long answer to that. And there's a short answer to that. Um, Always. (laughs) I'll, I'll try to meet somewhere in the middle of that. And I'll probably go into both a little bit. But I would say what drew me into chiropractic was its approach to health. 
right? Because the chiropractic itself is actually the study of what health is and what causes people to live. Where I feel like a lot of health is focused on disease and what causes people to die. But when we constantly look at disease and death, we're never looking at what creates and stimulates health within ourselves. This journey started for me when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, My father had stage four cancer, and they basically gave him a 10% chance of survival. And I saw him go through so many health struggles, and he ended up conquering it. He's still with us today. But the, the struggles along the way is when he was going through chemo, he was on all sorts of medications. He was a shell of who he is as a person. He didn't have the energy. And then once he had beat cancer, he was released from the hospital and he had gotten a pain release patch, which slowly reduces or releases some pain medications, but it actually failed and put him in a medical coma essentially because it released it all at once. Mm. And so I came home and my dad was face down on the floor. We got him into the hospital. He came out of that. And then within 24 hours after being released from the hospital from that, he actually had a heart attack because he was on about 24 prescription medications. And so some of those were contraindicated to be on, which actually created the heart attack in the first place. And so seeing him go through that, I'm like, this can't be what healthy is. This can't be what the normal normalcy is. And I know that's an extreme situation. That's not an everyday case for people because there's a time where without modern medicine, my dad wouldn't be with us today. There's a time and need for it. But through my experience, I've realized it's not suitable for chronic conditions. It's great for crisis care, but there needs to be a focus on health versus a focus on disease. And chiropractic was one one of the few healthcares I found that takes an inside out approach to health versus an outside in. Like we don't add anything or we don't take anything away from the body. We just improve that communication so that the body can naturally and organically thrive the way it's supposed to. Yeah. I'm so sorry you had to go through that, but uh, gosh, just like that rose and thorn concept with every thorn, there is something beautiful that does come out. And it sounds like you got this really deep understanding of some of the gaps in the care system and how chiropractic could really support people in a a much more comprehensive and holistic way. And I saw my dad leaving the hospital every day from his chemo treatments. And he was, it seemed like he was more defeated. He was sadder. He wasn't the same. And what I realized is I wanted people to leave my office with a smile on their face. I want them to leave healthier than when they came in. And chiropractic's where I fell into that. And it's fun to see the spectrums of people that we help in the office and and the changes that happen when they leave. Mm. And just as you're talking about that, you're, you have a big grin on your face. I just want to paint a picture for anyone listening. Clearly, this is a passion of yours and something that brings you joy and meaning and you were able to find a specialty within the chiropractic space, specifically neurostructural correction, which I personally had never heard about until we spoke about it before. I'm curious, tell us more about neurostructural correction. How did you end up focusing on this modality in your practice? So it's like, Neurostructural correction is, I would say it's a little bit of a newer approach to things. It's a simple concept kind of redefined and re-situated. 
Okay. But a lot of people think when they go to the chiropractor, we all do the same thing. But when you think of the medical profession, for example, you have podiatrists, you have oncologists, you have neurosurgeons, you have pediatricians, you have all these different focuses within that medical. They're all medical doctors, but they all have a different focus. Now, that same thing also happens in chiropractic, right? You have people who just see pediatrics. You have people who just see geriatrics. You have people who just see athletes. You have people who are rehab. You have people who are neurologically based. There's lots of specialties within that. And so what I tell people is neurostructural correction, or for the sake of making things easier, let's just call it NSC to make it a little bit more mentally digestible. It takes a much different approach to your health than your conventional chiropractic approach. Because I think a great place to start would be to first define what conventional chiropractic is and what it focuses on. So let's start there and then we'll expand on it. Conventional chiropractic has the following three goals. The first thing it's accomplishing is it's going to decrease the amount of muscle spasms that people have. The second goal it's going to do is it's going to increase the range of motion or basically allow you to bend, move, twist a, a lot easier. Okay. And then the third thing is, it's going to reduce the amount of pain. And that is what most offer in the way of care. And I believe it helps a tremendous amount of people out there. And so I think a lot of people do a fantastic job of managing those symptoms. However, when those symptoms keep reoccurring, sometimes it needs a little bit of a deeper dive, a little bit more of an objective view of things. And that's where NSC or neurostructural correction comes in because we do dive beyond focusing on that symptom and we measure objective measurements of structural integrity and function through that operating system or nervous system, however you call it. So what I tell people is NSC doesn't necessarily see pain or for that matter, any type of secondary condition as isolated. What we do is in addition to addressing that pain or that secondary condition, we seek to find that primary cause of what's causing any type of irregularity in the body. Because what we do is we take an engineering perspective and we examine the structure of your human body, which is that spine, to find any type of structural irregularities that may be contributing to many secondary conditions. And I've been using that secondary conditions a lot, but really what that refers to is the traditional person is going to refer to that as your symptoms. So your headaches, your numbnesses, your pains, your discomforts, your heart problems. Those are symptoms of a manifestation of something in your body not working. And that's what we're diving deep into figuring out is we look at the structure of your human frame and we connect that to how your brain is in communication with your body through that operating system. And we come up with a game plan for each person to figure out how it is that we can improve that communication and allow your body to adapt and heal the way it should. <sighs> Big breath in. Northeast Wellness is a community acupuncture and wellness clinic in Northeast Minneapolis, offering affordable and accessible healthcare for all. Float therapy is the practice of floating in water with dense salt concentration in a sensory-deprived environment. The water and air inside of the tank match skin temperature, while the insulated walls of the tank block all sound and light. 
This combination gives your body a deeply relaxing experience that encourages you to go into a peaceful meditative state. Float therapy isn't just a unique and fun experience. It can provide a range of health benefits like stress relief, migraine relief, increased quality of sleep, pain relief, and improved physical recovery. Learn more at northeastwellnessminneapolis.com. That's N-E-Wellness, M-P-L-S.com. And get your first float for only $45 when you use code WELLCONNECTED. Yeah, and again, that distinction is so helpful of primary versus secondary. So primary symptom being like the actual misalignment and then secondary being what we typically might express as like the the only symptom that you might see. And so what I tell a lot of people is in our office, we don't really play symptom whack-a-mole where, <laughs> you know, where we're just like, let's knock this one down, knock this one down, knock this one down. What we're trying to do is we're trying to address the primary issues of our bodies are physiologically designed to thrive. And so when we have symptoms, very often what we do is we focus on the symptoms. And once we remove the symptom, the problem's gone. But but we know from the studies that show heart disease, cancer, those are 55% of the deaths in the US. And the first signs of heart disease is a heart attack. And so by the time we feel a heart attack, we've had 70 to 90% blockage in our artery. And we have no idea unless we objectively measure that. And so by the time we feel that obstruction, it's been there for a very long time. It doesn't just go from zero to 90% overnight. It's an accumulation of things. And that same thing can be applied to our nervous system or what we refer to as that operating system of how our brain communicates to our body. It's a slow accumulation of things that all of a sudden result in a deterioration or a symptom or a condition. Yeah. So how is neurostructural correction different from your average chiropractic adjustment? Uh, I did touch on this a little bit earlier, but I would say the major difference is that we take a very specific, almost kind of joke in the ways of it's more of like a sniper-like approach to your spine where we're trying to do less to create more of a change. Because if we overstimulate your brain, it doesn't necessarily change things. It's more of a stimulation to it versus creating a change. And so what I tell people is your brain's like a battery. And if it has three wires coming from it, it's going to drain it much less. But if it has five, six, seven different things coming from it, that battery is going to be depleted a little bit quicker. So your brain works like that in healing as well. So what I tell people is in our office, we don't necessarily adjust five, eight, 10 different regions. We use uh, a lot of objective measurements outside of touching and feeling and checking for motion. We are assessing a lot of the neurologic component of your brain and spinal cord system. And the one I, I tend to highlight is every time a patient comes into our office, we run something that's called thermography. And what we do is it assesses for balance and inflammation in our spine, as well as our spinal cord. So by utilizing this, we're actually able to locate where that nerve is obstructed rather than figuring out where those tight spots, where those sticky points, where's that pain and discomfort. We're actually able to focus on that neurological input and functions rather than the aches, pains, tightnesses that a lot of uh, traditional or conventional chiropractic tends to focus on. Mm. Yeah. So just really that approach. I I love the concept doing less to do more. I think that's been a a big theme showing up in 
personal life as well. Because <laughs> it's our bodies, our health, when we overstimulate things, the perfect example is when you try to multitask, how much, how many things do we get done? Focus on one thing, then move on to the next thing. We're much more effective. We get a lot more done and it happens in a much faster rate. It's no different. That's how our brains work. That's how our bodies work. And it's the same thing that applies to our health. Gosh, it makes too much sense. <laughs> Have you ever been to Body World? Because it is wild. <laughs> In Body World, you get to see the human body like deconstructed. Oh, so yeah. all these like donated bodies that literally you see like the blood vessels, the nervous system. And it's amazing to see the brain and the intricate webbing of nerves that come from the brain and the only pathway out is through the spine yeah so now that you're saying that i do remember seeing that and even in like high school that was a huge thing that was going on and it was like it fascinated me but what intrigues me now is even the research today we still have no idea how the brain and spinal system truly operate we don't have the technology to be able to study it and it, it's incredible because we know so much more than we did 100 years ago but theory is is been there for a long time and science is starting to catch up to the philosophy of chiropractic that started over 125 years ago and science is now beginning to prove what we theorized 125 years ago and it's awesome to see that and that's sometimes the hard part with science is in today's era everybody's so where's the science where's this but sometimes we have to understand science can't always prove what physiological things can do in our bodies and so we need to have a better understanding of our human body so that we can make sure that things make sense. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I was just talking to someone about this with even traditional Chinese medicine. It's existed thousands and thousands of years before mm -hmm. the whole Western concept of the double blind controlled study, like all of that really came into play because it was observational science. It was understanding how the body works, noticing patterns in patients. And so it makes so much sense now that science is catching up because now there is a push for more data. And so these practices that have been effective and being passed down because it's effective, now there is more data to support that, which I think points to your rose earlier in our conversation of like why people are opening their minds and feeling, okay, yeah, like this is studied, like this is something that my doctor said is valid and whatever it is. So I think it, it's good to be able to lean on both the values of Western science, but also appreciating the history and the validity of other methods as well. And so with neurostructural correction, what are some diagnoses or um, secondary symptoms that patients might come to you for versus the other chiropractor that um, is practicing maybe a little more traditionally or in a different format? So we see a, a lot more of the complicated cases beyond the aches, pains, headaches, and stuff like that. Now, we do have a, a number of patients that struggle from those things as well, but it's a little bit of a tough question to answer because the reality is anyone who really wants to improve their body's ability to adapt to the stressful environments that we surround ourselves with. What I tell people is what I tend to see most in the office is I see a lot of families 
And I see a lot of people who struggle to find answers for what's going on in their health. And, and what I mean by that is the perfect example would be the patient who knows something's just not right. For example, they're not sleeping well, or maybe they're overly stressed, their digestion's out of sorts, their hormones aren't regulating like they should. And a lot of times those standard tests or blood work will appear normal because there's no, there's not a tumor. There's not a, there's not a complete dysfunction of the end organ, but there's a dysfunction in that communication. And that's where we come in. So what I tell people is there's a vast difference between appearing normal and feeling normal because we do have this intuition inside each of us and we know when something's off. And even if tests or diagnostics are coming back normal, there's an operating system that's in our body. And if there's a communication error in that has to be addressed because conditions are a manifestation of micro traumas or micro problems that eventually manifests itself into discoordination. For example, our heart, our thyroid, our lungs, our digestion, our muscles are all simultaneously working together at all times. They never get a break. And in today's healthcare system, we have heart doctors, we have stomach doctors, we have brain doctors, but nobody really puts all the pieces together of how it's all connecting. How is it all integrated, right? And the perfect example is when someone takes a heart medication, but they do it through their stomach. So how does it go from your stomach to your heart? How does that physiologically happen? We take a look at how does that operating system create that change? And that's really where we come in. So to go back to answering your question, I would say we see mostly families and people who are looking for answers of why they feel off. To rattle off some of the most common things we see in our office, I would say it's hormonal issues for both men and women. We see children with ADHD, autism, neurodivergent disorders. It's common. We see people with autoimmune problems, digestive issues, migraine sufferers, women with irregular or difficult cycles. So we see a wide spectrum of disorders because we focus on optimizing that operating system. We're always constantly surprised at how many secondary health conditions are improved when we address those structural irregularities. Yeah, that's wonderful because... I, I still remember the first time I had chiropractic care, it was like over a decade ago and I had injured my back and I was like, okay, I think chiropractic's the way to go. So I gave it a try. And thankfully the provider I was seeing, uh, I think really took that nervous system approach of how are the nerves coming out of the spine and what could be affected. And I remember I was so surprised to find that with continued chiropractic care, yes, my back started feeling better, but also I was sleeping better. So my, my body's ability to transition into that rest state had improved and I was just able to, I don't know, regulate my mood better. It, I was just like unexpected things that I was noticing things to just like some survey type responses to figure out what kind of shifts might be happening. Uh, so it makes total sense that if you're feeling off and, you, and Western science might not have the right diagnostic tools to really dig at kind of the whole person perspective of what might be going on. So then coming to someone like you who practices NSC, NSC is going to be helpful in getting that 
whole person perspective of what might be going on and how to approach that. Uh, how many chiropractors are practicing NSC? Is this something that's common? Is it something that's rare? It, it's not as common as I would like it to be. And we're doing a big push with that. So we're we're doing a lot more seminars. I think my girlfriend can agree that I spend a lot of my time teaching or learning. So a lot of my weekends is spent traveling, doing that outside of my office as well. Um, because there are very few of us in this area. I, and I would say there's probably less than 100 practitioners nationwide. So we're currently working with a lot of research so that more people can understand it. So it is an exciting adventure because I do spend a lot of my free time expanding and educating not only other chiropractors, but chiropractic students, chiropractic institutions. And so it it's fun and exciting, but it is a undertaking as well. Mm, yes. And so where is your practice located? Just in case anyone's interested in seeing you. Yeah, so I am located in Hudson, Wisconsin. And in the moment when I say Wisconsin, sometimes people in the Twin Cities are like, oh my gosh, that's so far. But the reality is, is it only takes me maybe 25, 30 minutes to get to downtown Minneapolis. And I lived in Minneapolis there for a while too. And it was to go from Minneapolis to uptown sometimes still took me 15, 20 minutes. So it's a very easy drive. My chiropractor is actually located in the Twin Cities area as well. Yeah. Any shout outs for local practitioners in case people are intimidated to go to, to Wisconsin? <laughs> I, I know there, there's that bridge phobia where people just get almost scared <laughs> of crossing that bridge. I don't know why. But yeah, so my chiropractor is actually in what's it called Roseville and Little Canada area. His office name is True Chiropractic. So Dr. Wing is over there and he checks me on a regular basis. And there's times where he checks me and I'm, my operating system's completely clear. And that's the best day is when you, I don't have to get adjusted uh, because that means my body's working properly. Uh, but that doesn't stop me from getting checked to make sure that I'm working. It's no different than your routine checkups where you're making sure the day that you don't have to get intervention is a good day. So I, I do harp on people to get checked and sometimes I'll send them home without an adjustment. That's a good thing because that means their body's working properly. Yeah, that's amazing. Well Connected exists to help you discover the practitioner that aligns with your values. We believe that finding the right fit should be simple and maybe even fun. When you visit wellconnectedtwincities.com, you can search for local practitioners by categories like chiropractic or herbalism, or you can search by condition or symptom in the directory to find practitioners of various healing modalities who can help. Discover over 100 local practitioners, browse articles, take classes, and listen to interviews by these very practitioners to learn who is the right fit for you. No matter what it is, we are here to help you say yes to the next stop on your healing journey. So let's say someone either has never tried chiropractic before or they have been to chiropractic. What might a new patient at your clinic expect at their first appointment, their follow-up? What does that whole process look like? A new patient can expect a, a couple different things in our office. What I try to do is I try to be the most transparent I possibly can in our office. And so to do that, I have a couple different ways that people can find out more information about us before ever having to commit to anything financially. 
Whereas I feel like a lot of times we go into healthcare settings and all of a sudden three weeks later, we get this huge bill. We're like, what? I had no idea it was going to cost this. I was never disclosed this. So we're very upfront about our pricing. We're very upfront about the amount of care that it requires based off of people's health conditions. And so by doing that, we actually offer a complimentary consultation. I do it about once a month where I do it in a group setting where if people just want to swing by the office, I do offer that once a month where we just go through all that. If you'd want to do it more in a private setting, it's just about a 10 to 15 minute conversation where we just go through what are you experiencing? Here's what we do. And we basically break down everything that we would do in the office and to make sure that you're the right candidate for care as well. Because we don't want someone to start not know what they're getting into. We want to make sure that they're comfortable time-wise, finance-wise in, in making that commitment or investment in their health. I would say for new patients, the easiest way is to either set up that consultation so that we can just have an open, honest conversation. And what, what I tell people is it is just that it's a conversation. It's never a commitment. There's no financial commitment until you agree that is something that you want to move forward with. And so based on people's conditions, health problems, and what's going on, we need to figure out what diagnostics we need to do prior to moving forward with anything. So that can range highly dependent on the severity of things. So I always tell people the consultations where we're going to dive through all of that and make sure that we are the right fit before we move forward with any type of exam, diagnostics, or treatments. Yeah. And I remember in our kind of pre-interview conversation, you mentioned you have a lot of people that you can refer to, a lot of different specialists so that you can really give that informed referral to people who are coming to you as a starting point. And you do have people who come in who are looking for that very quick approach, a little bit more of that conventional chiropractic approach. And I'm not saying there's absolutely anything wrong with it. There's a lot of people in my office who want that. And I tell them I might not be the best person for that if that's the approach that you're looking for. And so I do have a couple of local people that I send to in those types of scenarios. And I have no problem referring to people who are a better fit for what that patient is looking for in their health journey. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. And that's what Well Connected really stands for. It's just getting to know other providers, being able to really serve clients to the best of our ability. It's not about that scarcity mindset. It's abundance mindset. Let's all support each other. We're all sharing the same mission of making this world a healthier, happier place. So I'm so grateful that you're really living into that and making sure people are getting the best care possible aligned with their values. So you said you do these consults in a group setting is that same time same day every month or is it changing every month it it changes a little bit each month i had it the same time every time monthly and now as my schedule has seemed to fill up and uh, a lot of my uh, teaching and seminars have changed that schedule Uh, so the easiest way is to either contact us or email us Uh, or go to our website. And then that way you can get that information of when we host those. Perfect. Yep. And we'll have Dr. Chad's website in the show notes along with uh, social media accounts and just ways to get connected. Sounds like he'd be a really great resource, even if you don't end up working with him to just be able to learn more and to get started. Uh, I wonder, Dr. Chad, what if there was one takeaway that people left this conversation with 
what would you hope it would be? I would say a, a big takeaway for me and what I would want listeners to understand is there's always hope in your health. And so a lot of times when people get this diagnosis, it's instant doom and gloom. It's very much, ah, it's really like defeatist mentality, if that makes sense, where it's like, oh my God, there's nothing I can do. This is going on. This is, but the reality is no matter how small, whenever we work on our health, it's always going to improve our situation. Health, a lot of times uh, isn't necessarily just our genetics. It's our lifestyle. It's our mindset. It's, there's a lot of factors that create health in our body. And so no matter what disease you have, there's always hope for improvement. And so when we make those small changes, when we grab that glass of water instead of that can of soda, when we eat that apple instead of those bags of chips, those small micro decisions are going to have a vast change on our overall health. And so no matter where we're at, no matter what disease we have, when we work on our health, when we exercise, when we eat right, when we do things that put us in a positive trajectory in our health, we're always going to improve and we always have the potential to improve our current situation. So I want people to take away that there's always hope in your health and you, you a lot of times are in control of the trajectory of your health. It just, it does require some work, no different than our finances, no different than our spiritual understanding, our professional growth. It always requires some type of work in changing a situation. But when we put in that work and we change that trajectory, we'd be amazed at the outcomes that can happen. Yeah. And it just feels like what you're doing with your adjustments and with NSC is just that it's these small changes over time that open you up to just all your operating systems being more effective, being optimized. And so being able to take those small steps in your life, but also in your chiropractic care is huge. So Thank you so much, Dr. Chad, for all that you do and for educating us here, but also educating others on this modality. Yeah, and it, it's exciting to expand on what you just said as well. What I always tell people is like, what's great about chiropractic is, you know, it only takes a couple hours for us to help you, but we can only do it at five to 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, if you add it up, you know. <laughs> right. Only a couple hours. It's just we can only do it five to 10 minutes at a time. Yep. Got to let the body adjust. <laughs> your body is a lot smarter at figuring out what's going on in your body than I am. We mm. just got to pick up the signals. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you again, Dr. Chad. And I'm just grateful for your time today and for you sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. Did you learn something new? Did you feel that spark of hope and excitement for what is possible? Because so much is possible. Tell us about it in a review on Apple Podcast. Not only would we absolutely love hearing from you, but these reviews help our ratings and help other curious minds like you find this resource. We are always better together. Thank you again and see you next time.